Power Service, where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of This Morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. 7.35 on this uh, Friday morning. Thanks for joining us. It's the all-new This Morning with Jaylen, Daryl, <laughs> Morley, too. Um, boy, oh, boy, we had that long extended period of heat, the mm-hmm. hot, hot weather, uh, and then the, the de- deluge of rain uh, over, you know, the better part of, of a week. And a lot of talk now about what that means for bugs, yeah. specifically Mosquitoes. Well, we came through the virtual drought-like conditions yeah. and the wildfires. The only positive to all that was the fact there was nothing for bugs, nothing for mosquitoes. Is that about to change? <laughs> and is there a new visitor uh, arriving in Alberta, maybe taking up residence too? Sarah McPike is a senior biological sciences technologist with the City of Edmonton's Pest Management Lab, uh, although maybe we should just call you the bug lady. Sarah, how are you? <laughs> Hi, yeah, I'm happy to be the bug lady. Ah! <laughs> Perfect. Sarah, how did how did you how did you get into bugs? <laughs> uh, I was a late bloomer, you know, lots of kids love bugs from when they're little and you know, I thought they were okay, but I was all about the charismatic megafauna. I thought I would work with tigers and dolphins, but no, <laughs> here I am with mosquitoes and wasps and I love it. Oh, fantastic. Well, it's great to talk with you. So, um, give us an idea of what's happening and why we couldn't be seeing a boom here in mosquitoes or I actually yeah, I guess I'm just appearing here in the next little bit. Yeah, so we had a really dry spring. Typically, with the snow melt right after winter, there's a lot of standing water, and this activates the first wave of mosquitoes that we see when the eggs are uh, that are in the vegetation around the water get wet. But we just did not have that standing water this spring. There was very little precipitation over the winter, so we didn't have that first wave. But yeah, as you were saying with this the deluge, after the deluge, we will see... Um, mosquito eggs being activated on the plants around standing water and uh, this is when the larvae hatch and uh, you know a few weeks later bam mosquitoes mm. uh, i was going to ask about the timeline so when to, uh, mm-hmm. is there a way to sort of uh, know when the onslaught you say a couple of weeks well it can be as short as you know a week to 10 days but that's with warmer temperatures okay. so um it'll likely be yeah another week or so we will start seeing adult mosquitoes do we have any idea how bad it will be because mm-hmm. i know that when we were going through the drought we still heard hey it could still happen these eggs mm-hmm. just sit there dormant until like yeah. you said they get activated so is yeah. there a way to know what we're in store for well yes in that uh the way the rain fell, it fell, there was a lot of precipitation in a short time. So that meant that the water rose higher through the vegetation. If the rain falls slowly, the ground absorbs it and the water level doesn't rise. But we really did see, mm. you know, low spots filling up. So activating eggs pretty far up the vegetation. <laughs> and um, yeah, so a lot of eggs have been activated. And yeah, last year was a really dry year. So. Uh, as you say, the eggs can lie dormant for up to 10 years for some wow. species. So there could be quite an egg bank there, and we are seeing a ton of mosquito hatch. <sighs> What's with mosquitoes? And being like, they I mean, like, come on. I know they're like, they're, they are important. They, they're pollinators and stuff. They are pollinators, right, Sarah, if I remember correctly? They are. They yeah. are. Adult mosquitoes do feed on flower nectar. Yeah. yeah. So that, you so know, yeah. and so I, you know, being a flower and garden person, it's it's hard for me to... There are better pollinators. But there are better them. pollinators out there. <laughs> So do we know... They, they certainly play a role in the ecosystem. Yeah. Well, my so, tree swallows um, love to eat them, so there yeah. you go. Well, they yes, they do provide food for other animals. So, Sarah, do we know what 
kind of mosquitoes we're going to be getting? Are they going to be the little angry ones? Are they going to be the big dopey mm-hmm. ones? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, at this time of year, we're likely to see a lot of 80s vaccines, which is one of our aggressive daytime fighters. So that's typically what we see the most of it this time of year. And um, they are one of the vegetation-laying mosquitoes. And these are the kind that the City of Edmonton's treatment program uh, targets. So we will be treating ditches and low-lying areas to um, reduce the number of larvae that will develop into adults. But yes, there, there is a new mosquito in town as well. Culex pipiens is a new mosquito to our area. And this one is a raft layer, meaning that it lays its eggs on the surface of standing stagnant water. So this one is different than the the vegetation ones we target. Uh. And a place where people can find sometimes stagnant standing water is their own backyard. Yeah, so we are asking Edmontonians to look in their yard for places where water might be standing, especially that might have some organic matter in it. That's Mm. the kind of water these mosquitoes are looking for. And so people can do things like make sure their gutters aren't blocked and water's accumulating there, uh, empty their bird bath and refill it regularly, look for things like upside-down kids' toys or a wheelbarrow that might be sitting that might have water in it, especially after this rain. There's going to be a lot of standing water. Okay, well, I'm emptying the wheelbarrow and the bird feeders when I go home today. Uh, So it's a new type of mosquito for our area. Where did it come from, and is there any concern with this particular species? Yeah, so it has moved in from the south and the east. And with climate change, uh, you know, conditions have warmed, our winters are less harsh, and habitat has become, uh, it's it's a place where Culex pipiens can live now, and we have found it here. So... It is a known vector for West Nile virus, so we will be monitoring for that. Um, So there is some concern, and it is a human biter, so it will be a nuisance as well. Sarah, yesterday we got talking about um, how to not get bitten, and Daryl went off on... Thermocells. I like the thermocells. Well, of course, we have the chemicals, because we know they kind of work, but because we got talking about citronella. Yeah. Yeah. And Daryl was like, that stuff doesn't work. Well, I've sat in the middle of a smoke cloud of that stuff, and it probably (laughs) took years off my life, but the mosquitoes still bit me. What works best? Still the best recommended uh, repellent for mosquitoes is DEET. So using mosquito repellent with DEET can be very helpful to keep mosquitoes from biting you, as well as, you know, the old tried and true, uh, wearing long sleeves and long pants and being less active at dusk and dawn when when mosquitoes can be most active. Ah, yeah, dusk. You know when you want to sit out and enjoy the nice long summer evening and (laughs) long sleeves and pants? We had our horses in Manitoba many years ago, and they warned us that twilight was the witching hour when everything yeah. that flew bit. Mm. And it was just it was <laughs> yeah. horrific. So maybe it's not that bad here. Uh, this cycle of mosquitoes that show how long do they last? And then will there be another cycle down the road? Well, so we will certainly see a wave of mosquitoes, you know, yeah, again, in the next few weeks here. Yeah. But then after that, it all depends on the precipitation. Um, because the water got so high... It would take a lot of rain again to get the water levels to rise high enough to activate more eggs that haven't already been activated. Mm. So the nice thing about a wave like this is that we can think about it as kind of depleting the egg bank, right? There's a lot of eggs sitting there, so the more that get activated at once, the less are in the bank, as we can say. (laughs) But it could be a bad wave. 
I mean, there's it, we're seeing a lot of hatch, and there's just standing water everywhere where there hasn't been for a long time. Yeah. So we will get out and treat everything we can, but we do anticipate there will be mosquitoes in our future. Mm, great. All right, uh, Sarah, so <laughs> great to talk with you this morning. Thanks for joining us, and I hope to talk to you again in the future. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, take care. Sarah McPike is uh, one of the uh, City of Edmonton's bug people. <laughs> Senior biological sciences yes. technologist with the pest management lab. But yeah, bug lady or bug people. That works for us. It's too. been nice so far that the mosquito, like the, there's no, been been no real bugs about. But the, yeah, here comes there's the There's about wave. to be bugs about. There's an invasion and there's a new kid in town and he's a yeah. jerk. Yeah, I'm going to have to stock up. Yeah. So note to self, uh-huh. the thermocells, there's going to be a rush on that, right? You know that, eh? I found that they work. Now, I don't know oh, if it's yeah. psychosomatic, but I found that they work. I so. don't like the, the chemical smell of it. I don't like that, but they do work. I never notice it. Really? No, I'm much better than sitting in a citronella smoke bomb. Yeah, no, and I and I agree with you on that one. It's just the I, I I wonder sometimes about breathing in all of that and what it's doing, the chemical side of it. Yeah, I think there's a few of them. Out I there. mean, like I, I mean, really, <laughs> you're 52. What have put in your body? Like seriously, not come on. It hasn't been a pure temple oh, over the decades. Gosh. 7:45. Let's take a break and uh, come back with more of this morning with Jalen and Daryl. This morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre, supported by Abe's Door Service, with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. Couple of John Travolta wannabes <laughs> hanging out in the studio here. I want some pizza now. Isn't he eating pizza, pizza walking down the street to that song? Like he's got no, a couple I thought of he was slices. Just strutting was right later. Just yeah. Strutting. Oh, he's strutting. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think later he gets the slices. You know, sooner or later, there's supposed to be television cameras in here that broadcast. You know. Well, the chair dancer will have to calm down. Or get more intense. That's true. Well, now we got an audience. I'm not sure how long we'd have that audience online. Anyway, so uh, that was, that, that could be a bit of an earworm. That little tune, sure, sure it is. is. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, that's sort of the theme of our mixtape Friday today. It that's is. coming up in the next half hour. We'll tell you about it. If you haven't gone back and actually watched that video in a very long time, it's worth the movie just, itself. No, or the just video the music for video? staying alive. It's uh, kind of interesting between John Travolta, the young John Travolta, and the actual Bee Gees. Yeah, the young Bee Gees in the white satin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, yeah. That's all I have to say about that. Is whoa! That was uh, that was an interesting movie. It was like kind of a for the youngsters back then, kind of a taboo movie, obviously, right? Yeah. Uh, I think it was. A, I don't know if it was restricted or at least I can't remember. or whatever it was, but I know there was some things in it that uh, oh, were yeah. appropriate. But it's not a bad movie for its time. Well, yeah, the yeah. soundtrack's fantastic. Absolutely, maybe it is. the best soundtrack ever, right? Mm. <laughs> oh, 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 sorry. Well, he, Little yeah. Mermaid soundtrack, right? Yeah, sorry. Well, <laughs> yeah. Daryl Dawson is not a big disco fan. and Well, I lived it, and I don't yeah. need to live it again, thank you. I, I High school getting lessons yeah. in the hustle. Do the hustle. Yeah. Apparently, you do like it. Yeah. It's ingrained in my head. Great soundtrack. What's the best soundtrack? What's better? Oh, gosh. On the spot, I know, but... 
I like there's, there's a bunch of it. Depends on your genre, right? Yeah. I like I like the Grease soundtrack. I listen also, to that. Also, yes. good. also yeah. good. I was just going to mention that the, the the Bee Gees documentary that was done uh, that was yeah. is absolutely spectacular. When you look at the the impact that um, those three that the Gibb brothers had on music, it's incredible. Yeah. I love the way they wrote Jive Talking. Oh yeah. In a car going across yeah. a bridge and they're hearing with the tires. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they go, hey, there's a song in yeah. there. Yeah. That's very cool. Very cool. Uh, 90s night uh, at. The football game this weekend. Uh, Damon Allen, we talked to you yesterday. Mm-hmm. He's going to be there. He's the you know the great great quarterback. Um, MVP the quarterback of the ninety three game. game. Yeah. So he's going to be there, and uh, so we're looking forward to that as they take on uh, Great Cup champion Toronto Argonauts. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, look what happened to Winnipeg. BC beat them up. Maybe oh. the maybe the Elks can take out Toronto. Uh, I, I would say there's a possibility. Mm-hmm. You're saying there's a chance. I'm saying there's a chance. It is the third game of the season for your Edmonton Elks. So we're going to take caller number three right now if you want to go to the game. 780-496-0063. Bring it on. want to hear from you right now. You get a uh, pair of tickets to the game. Caller number uh, Kyren Moore. Oh, well done. <laughs> it's my job. <laughs> he knows all the numbers of all the players. Do you have them? Like, Do you have all of them in the memory bank right Most now? Most of them. I, I have to do a refresh some days at practice, and you know, especially guys coming off the practice roster. And stuff. Oh, yeah. I, uh, it's funny. I, I, when I hear numbers, I think of players, right? That's mm. just from all my years doing hockey and now doing football. But you're ensconced in that world, so you see them every day yeah. in practice. They have their numbers on in practice, right? Yes, yeah. So you, you, you understand exactly who all yeah. of them so no. I can see why you would know exactly who it is in a moment, in a flash. Number 17. Do we have a number 17? Number 17 is Dylan Mitchell. Oh, there you go. See? The problem is, those numbers that look alike, which like the 86s and the 88s, and ah, sometimes yeah. from a distance, they don't... Uh, they cause me issues. Six and eight causes me problems between AC Leonard and Mark McLaurin. It causes me problems all the time. So, <laughs> the text line, I just love it. Oh no, what? Well, no, just uh, today. I know we're sorry, a little bit all over, but Sonny had texted in and said, "Who was it? What song was it that you came back to this this segment or this half hour <laughs> this to?" Half hour, yep. And it was like it was China Grove by the Doobie Brothers, and uh, and she says, "Thanks. It was hard to Google song that goes whoa 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 with." <laughs> Bleeping guitars, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, you guys make me laugh on a Friday. 